0: What is the one quality that you possess that makes you think that you can walk out here and come to the
1: ring and face the very best in the business? Ruthless, aggression. The stipulations for this Sunday's
0: so part Newhart match are as follows. I forgot to tell you. Allie, who is your favorite wrestler of all time? Believe. I am not afraid of you. Now you to the front. The front says, big and Big." Turn angle. Yes. Oh. You're you, general manager. Theodore. Moore. And bad people, what they hold by hiding right.
2: everyone and welcome to the ruthless aggression podcast and before i say anything else i would like to start the podcast by first saying whoa preceded by yeah pepsi blue is back
1: Woo!
2: <laughs> <laughs> get your hands up oh my gosh guys we did it i take full responsibility for this happening after all the Heck free yeah, marketing we brought it back we did it. The Ruthless <laughs> Greg Podcast did it, and no one else. I gotta say, have you guys been able to uh, try it?
3: No. Nope. Uh, no. I actually have a bottle in my fridge right now. I completely forgot about. It. I will get it and try.
2: Let's let's do it.
3: I was want to try. I was want to save my reaction live on air because I know I was notoriously a Pepsi Blue stickler, but that was me in like 2002. I was 11,
2: so let's see if I like it. As a man. We're calling this Ruthless aggression Redemption. I kind of mix those words up there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's redemption. Uh, Kyle, Kyle, before you try, I'm going to share my uh, little story about how I found Pepsi Blue. Okay, so. Came, Go for it. It came back May the 3rd, I believe, and I was so excited. I'm like, it's finally coming back. It's finally here. Shout out to the boy, Stephen Orm, listener of the show who tipped me off to this. At like five o'clock in the morning, my time. And I'm sure it was, uh, it was like what, noon in Ireland. Kyle, Kyle can you give us a little Ireland, uh, little Ireland shout out there? oh the I'm
3: from Ireland. Give me a big kiss, kid. I
2: don't know. It's not my best. Oh, <laughs> my boo. mind's on
3: the blue. I gotta focus.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he tipped me off too, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's finally back. I can't believe it. So yeah, I learned it, it was coming back May the 3rd, and well, you know, I, I work as a delivery driver, and so I went to gas station after gas station, Walmart, like, all these places like you would think it would be, and I just didn't hmm. have any luck, and I started calling gas stations. I'm like, hey, y'all, y'all got that Pepsi Blue? And they're just like, what? What is what that? What the hell are you
1: talking about?
2: <laughs> Basically. Pepsi's
1: already blue. Haven't you just seen the logo?
2: <laughs> so, I, I just... Came to came to grips, I'm like, well, I guess I'm not having it today. That's kind of sad. And But like seeing people on Twitter be like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I saw this randomly at the store. And I'm just like, screw you. I should have been the first one. Dolph Ziggler gif, it should have been me. So I'm just like, all right, maybe tomorrow. And I, I didn't call anywhere. I just kind of looked at gas stations as I stopped. And I was just, I didn't see anything. I'm like, what's going on? I live in the Metroplex. I live in one of the most one of the biggest cities in Texas. And I'm just like if it's not here then where is it? So my day is concluding the next day, so it's like day 2 without Pepsi Blue, right? I'm coming back. My my shift is about to end in like 20 minutes. When I see a Pepsi truck outside of Walmart at one of those like adjacent gas stations, I'm just like, "Do I stop and pester some poor vendor?" about pepsi blue right now and so i'm like ah no i can't do that and then i did it (laughs) so i pull in and i'm like all right i'll just i'll just ask see what he knows when he's stocking pepsis and i see it the beloved sacred blue pepsi and i proceed to wipe out the cooler and it you know, you, you draw attention to yourself when you do such a thing. And so the guy checking me out, he's like, beep, 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 Pepsi Blue after Pepsi Blue, and he's like, Is this good? <laughs> I'm just like man, uh and and I don't want to go into this feel of like how I'm weirdly attached to this drink now. And it's just like <laughs> where I can I can acknowledge that people, you know, may not like it and, and that be okay. But I'm just like uh yeah it came out no two and then got discontinued and they finally brought it back i'm not gonna go into the spill i'm like hey it's a big inside joke on my stupid wrestling podcast <laughs> you know so plugged us man uh,
4: you, you should yeah you should have said you should listen to us ruthless aggression podcast What's, and we'll talk about this like, this day i'll get your name and i'll i'll mention you on the show and then you can tell
2: your friends and then they can all hear you and then you'll be famous on the internet <laughs>
5: There you go. I've been exactly.
2: down. I've been down this road many times, and I'll tell you how the conversation ends. Oh, what's your podcast about? Well, it's it's about wrestling from the mid two thousands. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, oh. cool. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now he'd be like, Whoa, you mean like Randy Orton and Edge and Rico? <laughs> oh
2: shoot, I'm in. You're I'm like, wow, a huge Rico, Rico fan. <laughs> Oh man, so I'm leaving I'm leaving the gas station and I just I thought I would at least mention it to the vendor. I'm like, hey, I just wiped you out and he's like, Oh man, we just got those in today. I was wondering if they're any good. And uh again, like just he told this guy about the podcast. <laughs> I didn't even know you wouldn't talk to the Petsy dude. Yeah, I, I just I didn't want him to like, you know uh if he needed to restock it just You just look at him with like all the
3: bottles in your arms and you go stock it again
2: and then i just wipe them out again but no i just um uh he's like yeah i got in today but like that's how i got my pepsi blue and it tastes exactly as i remember it which is delicious without any further ado kyle why don't you give us just a refresher on your on your pepsi blue story and uh what you think about it now (laughs) real quick i don't have like a huge pepsi blue history
3: i remember seeing the ads for it (laughs) because you know those are everywhere and the first time i saw it was uh just my step like one of her brothers or something came over to get like an old like chair or something from us and he just walked in with this big blue bottle and i was like what the heck and eventually i was like what is that and he's like oh it's pepsi blue it's great i love it and i was like i gotta try this so eventually like little old me tried it and i was like eh. <laughs>
5: so i had this impression that
3: it's terrible forever <laughs> As you long-time listeners will know, I I, I had a, uh, a strong opinion about Pepsi Blue. I've lightened up, and I'm willing to give it a second chance here in the year 2021. So, make sure we get that t- on mic. There you go. Blue have opened since 2002.
2: First <sighs> nice nice fragrance.
3: 2002. <laughs> <laughs> Smells good. Doing like a wine connoisseur thing. Get the get the bouquet. It's very
2: bouquet, very berry, bouquet. very uh cotton candy like. Surprisingly, I'm... not as
3: sweet as I thought it would be. But yeah, it's 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 kind of like berry-ish. I don't know how else to describe it. It's just berry <laughs> soda. It's not bad at all. It's it's pretty good. Though what? I don't love it. It's fine. <laughs> Pepsi Blue, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <That's> perfectly acceptable. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, I don't hate it. You, guys, I, I'll give you that. I
2: feel like you've changed. Oh, I feel Ugh, like I've... you've changed right before our very ears. Oh my gosh!
3: And I can't drink anymore because, geez, this thing is sugary as hell. It is loaded <laughs> with
2: sugar. I'm holding. I'm actually holding sugar. <laughs> holding a bottle right here, and it has uh, total sugar sixty nine grams, including added Ooh. sugars of sixty nine grams, which makes up a hundred and thirty eight percent of your daily value. <laughs> <laughs> your daily. <laughs> do not drink yeah, I've been trying to be this a good consistently.
3: <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to be a good boy and not drink, like, sugar and stuff, and so this is just ruining me for the day, but I-, I had to do it. I had to take one for the team.
2: Now, here's the strange thing. I'm holding a an OG Pepsi Blue in front of me. Uh, same uh, fluid yeah. ounces, 20 fluid ounces, and it has mm-hmm. 27 grams of sugar, and that's it, according to this 2002 bottle. So... Uh, I just wondered what... 27 total grams? 27 total grams. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Check check the
3: serving size. They used to divide these up in two servings.
2: That's where I was going wrong. Serving size, eight fluid ounces. Yeah,
3: now everybody was like, hey, stupid, we drink the whole bottle. Just put it on there at once. Don't try to trick us into thinking we're drinking health drink.
2: (laughs) Okay, disregard what I said. (laughs) Just as much sugar.
3: (laughs) Okay, cool. At least we know it's true to its roots.
2: So, of course, after all this build... Got to say, go out and try it at least once. You know, just do it. Yeah. First, keep this you have bottle to say, whoa. A, a souvenir. You have to say whoa, and then you mm-hmm. have to say you're gonna say yeah. It's just how it is. But you know, jokes aside, I always thought that was uh, questionable marketing. On first, you say whoa, then you say yeah. Like if you're a, if your drink makes people want to say whoa, yeah, I just think that. That's not the best endorsement.
3: <laughs> uh, it, it's trying to give you that cool concert vibe. Everybody was into like, I don't know, like Blink One Eighty Two and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. It was it was hip. <laughs> I,
1: I think the band that did and that Pe- was Pepsi Blue is the taste of an even newer
2: generation. I think the band that did that song was Sev. Do you guys have any Sev memories? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the Pepsi Blue commercial. <laughs>
4: Pretty much anytime I listen to the podcast, I, I hear Sev, and I I think back to all the other times I listened to the podcast and heard <laughs> Sev, and that's about it. <laughs> there
2: you go, all those deep cut Sev memories. I guess I should say um, my my plan because I have a Pepsi Blue commercial in every episode, uh, just as a LOL XD moment. But uh, I want to be yes. true to um, <clears throat> I want to be true to the times and true Pepsi Blue. Yeah, so Pepsi Blue is discontinued in uh, the summer of '04, and so once we hit that point, I will stop including Pepsi Blue commercials. Sadly, that's a uh, Pepsi- that's
4: a
3: boo. Ooh, that's a that's a bit of irony. As uh, the original timeline blue ends, the new one begins. I know it's it's, it's full have to, circle. We'll have to get the new Pepsi
4: Blue commercials.
3: It would ha- it would have like a rapper or something in it now. <laughs> Hip hop culture is cool. It'd be like. It'd be, it would
4: be da the baby. Be like first, you say whoa, then you say yeah. <laughs> we got the Pepsi blue. We
1: got the Pepsi blue. He whacked the total.
4: I forget the better flavor. Tip it up at <laughs>
3: the. <you> <laughs> <laughs> Someone and
2: get this man like a-, a, a
4: trap
3: just like people TikTok dancing in the background. Too. Oh my
2: gosh! I hate I hate everything.
3: <laughs> I basically just oh I didn't even think about it. I basically just described that. Have you seen that stupid Cheetos commercial with that Bad Bunny guy?
2: No, I have not. It's
3: like literally just what it is. It's just him in a studio, and it's Wait, like WWE Cheetos, superstar Bad Bunny. Cheetos, Cheetos are good. And there's just some girls <laughs> TikTok dancing in the background. It's
1: Why? Really and yes, WWE superstar Bad Bunny.
2: <laughs> yeah I, that does not sound like a fun time
5: <laughs> so
2: let's let's get back on the ruthless roller coaster why don't we and get back to the year 2004 and today we are talking about the wwe draft of 2004 i know that we were supposed to do backlash today but we're not we're doing a bonus episode case to deal with it i know jake was really looking forward to backlash in uh in canada
4: so much so that I watched it, and you're like, oh, this is your friendly reminder that you're an idiot. <laughs>
2: Ooh. I got to keep it real on, on the, uh... Jake, nuclear heat. But this episode uh, was on a Monday Night Raw, March 22nd, 2004, at the Joe Lewis Arena in Detroit, Michigan. We are sponsored tonight by Drakengard. <laughs> you guys got any Guard yeah. memories? Uh, hearing Jr. say it's
1: brought to you by Dragon Guard on PlayStation Two.
4: I, I think I walked by it in the Hollywood video or Blockbuster, and I was like, "That game looks like it sucks."
3: <laughs> you know what? I I I'm in the process of just like getting a bunch of games on my PlayStation Three. I will I'll download it for lols and give you a Dragon Guard report in next podcast.
2: All right, we'll be waiting on. I think they sponsor Backlash as well, so it'll it'll work
3: yeah so there's one thing that uh big sweaty wrestling fans love
2: it's a nice story driven jrpg there's something peculiar about hearing Jerry lawler for instance say well armageddon's brought to you by final fantasy x2 where you can live out a fantasy you know it's just like weird (laughs) we don't want to know about
4: we don't want to know about king living out any of his fantasies oh my
2: gosh no kidding what So before we get started, I thought it would be a fun idea to do our own little Ruthless Aggression draft. And so today, and today only, Ooh. Ooh. we are pitting Kyle's Raw's War against Jake's SmackDown. And so here are the rules. Sir. Now this is just for fun- My
1: gosh! It's SmackDown versus Raw!
2: <laughs> now this is what
1: it's like with oh, world color!
2: so here are the rules each show gets six draft picks from the 2004 roster as we did as we will in this show today you must book storyline reasons for drafting this can be for literally any reason examples push a mid-card guy start a new rivalry uh hold back talent you know in IRL heat I think that would be funny. Uh because you as a general manager hate them. Uh if you draft a tag team wrestler, the tag team is broken up. Uh it is important to be mindful that the women's titles on Raw, the Cruiserweight titles, SmackDown. you get it. You guys get it. And whoever has the best draft gains my as the Vince McMahon of this little uh, uh universe mode will gain my applause and laughs. So um We're gonna do a coin toss to see who goes first. But but each man will go back and forth. And uh, Jake, call it. Yes, sir. Uh, Tails never fails.
4: Heads
3: gets bleds. I don't know. It is heads. I go first.
4: (laughs) Kyle, you are on the clock. Good. I want you to be shocked. I want you to be shocked.
1: Well, uh, as the uh, general manager of Monday Night Raw, the longest running episodic television show in history, my first pick is Doug Basham. (laughs) (laughs) And this one
3: is the pure, pure spite. I just want to break them up and then throw them at the very bottom of the cards. Oh, my gosh. (laughs)
4: Well, now, no more uh, I, might, jumps. I, I might draft Shaniqua now uh, <laughs> there you go now that they're broken up uh, okay well as the general manager of the leader in wrestling innovation Friday Night Smackdown I Jake am proud to pronounce the first selection in the draft let me drop a bomb on you a
2: Batista bomb.
4: <gasps> oh, my God, folks, Batista's a <laughs> Wow.
2: That's he's, a big bomb. He's really. taking Jeez. it to you, Kyle. All <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: right. That means something is actually happening, but I didn't mean to happen. This is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, you can take Batista. Because for Monday Night Raw, my second pick... Is not just uh, uh, your average man, but a holy man? Because my second choice is Devon Dudley. Oh my God! Oh, oh. Test Let's, Let's break go these zombies go up, go and I'm bringing back Reverend Devon. He's <laughs> going
3: to—he's going to—he's going to—he's going he, to attempt to exorcise Kane. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Give Kane something to do that's not with Undertaker. I—I <laughs> thought about—I
4: thought about that. Alright, yeah. um Interesting. For my next pick. For my next pick, sir. I'd like to bring a little bit of eye candy to the people of SmackDown. <laughs> I'd like to announce Trish Stratus to join mm. SmackDown. Oh, oh
1: god, no puppies, what? <laughs>
4: Very
3: good. good yeah, solid. It's I honestly like I, <laughs> I told Jake this earlier that yeah, like I didn't pick any divas just because like all the wrestling ones are on Raw already. So Jake needs
2: some. So what what do you plan to do with with Trish? Just have her like in a bikini contest or something?
4: I mean, Trish is Trish is going to bring is I'm bringing Trish over, sir, for all the female viewers and all the young ladies that need someone to look up to. There's there's yeah. other women on the show. There's just no title. You can't have women's <laughs> yeah,
5: match.
4: Yeah. Trish will get good matches. <laughs> All right,
1: that's pretty good. But this next one is gonna blow your mind.
2: What tag team will get broken one up? one gotten
1: yet. Nope, no tag team breaking up. If anything, it's going back to the way things were, sort of, because my third pick is Tess. Oh. <laughs> and this is squarely so I can do an angle so Stacy
4: Keebler can get a revenge on him. I, I almost took a Scott Steiner and then also Stacy Keebler because <laughs> it's probably it
2: Oh my gosh.
3: I'm 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 flipping the thing on its head. I'm gonna make Stacy the, the strong one in this. She's just gonna end up like kicking their asses or something. <laughs> mm. Nice.
4: Okay. And now for my third pick. I, this is a pick that I must say I'm very, very excited to announce. Oh, hey, what, what music is that? Oh, no! But, it's Rodney Mac! <laughs> it's Burke Rodney Mack! Mack, Mack! Mack, <laughs> baby. The Mac is back, and I'm putting them together with Petty Long.
2: Back on hey. We're, them, we're
4: back getting the, the band Mack. back together.
2: There you go. I'm down. Rodney Mac. So that may have been the stake in the heart right there. That was, was, yeah.
4: It was an unstoppable pick.
3: <laughs> okay. That's a solid pick. Well, I I will say my fourth pick, I had originally picked Edge, and I but then I decided no no that's he he gets drafted I already forgot and then you know what they do with him is probably better than I could think of so I did a
1: random lottery pick. It's a wild card,
3: and I got. Ray Mysterio. Oh man! Oh. Yep, and I'm gonna team him up with. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna run into Hurricane and be like,
1: "What are you doing, man? You got a mask and you're just a big
3: idiot." And then uh, it's gonna turn them heel. never gonna have a big feud.
2: <laughs> Who's gonna turn heel? Ray Mysterio? No, 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 no. Uh, the the freaking Hurricane. Will he come out with sunglasses?
3: Yes, definitely. Wow. Uh, and like in the mask it's like fumbling so everybody's laughing at him and he's like
5: shut <laughs>
4: are you ready sir I am about to put the wrestling business on notice not only am I going to have Theodore Long sir and Rodney Mack but I, I am
2: pairing them up with Booker T to create oh. the better version of the Hurt Son Business of- down would it work in 04 though would it work i think it, i think it could work i think it could work too but would it that's a million dollar question right there
4: I, I think i think they could push a lot more buttons in 04 than they did than they're doing right now
2: i liked that time on raw where teddy long was like this is memphis everybody here is racist and jim i was like oh that is a simply not true that was awesome <laughs> That's simply not true, boy. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. That's, that's how. That's that's the easiest way
4: to get heat on from everyone. It's like everybody in this room is this. You're just gonna oh. piss everybody off.
1: I'm not that. I'm not like that guy. He's that. I hate him.
4: <laughs> yeah, so he, good, he
1: smells like duty. That's not true. My best friend's brother, boyfriend, sister, wife, cousin, uncle, aunt, grandma's is black. I help sign book or you I am not a racist.
4: <laughs> I am uh I'm gonna have Booker T Booker T work with John Cena. Okay. Interesting.
3: Okay. Alright, Kyle, what is it? Will, there, will having... there be any like weird since this is like WWE of this era, will there be any like weird racial tension like man why you talk like that or something?
4: Or is to I, mean, I, I was gonna have Emin or have him come out and be like, yo, 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 I'm I'm doing the John Cena thing. Is like, yo, you think you some Eminem? You, let me show you what this is about, and then you know you have that whole thing, and yeah, I, I that would be a lot of tension there, I mm. imagine. Okay, Man, I, I see. That, w- that's honestly, that, that's something I honestly wish
3: would have happened. That sounds fun.
2: I see one week on <laughs> SmackDown, a, a rap battle or singing contest where uh, you got John Cena, because I guess John Cena would be the heel. Would he be the heel or the face?
3: Honestly, I can see Booker I mean, being the heel.
4: I think he'd play a cool heel. <laughs> yeah, Booker could be the heel, okay. and John Cena would be like, "Yo, I'm just trying to express myself, dog." <laughs>
2: okay so this is Booker
1: T's coming out but what's wrong he's wearing dark sunglasses something's wrong
2: (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) okay so I see like a singing contest going on right and so you got uh, John Cena his album comes out so it's like a way to promote that but booker t is like all right i'm gonna sing can you take t- uh, <laughs> and it's trying to get john cena over
3: <laughs> honestly yeah making it that john cena is a better rapper than booker t that actually would work I'm a bad, as long as they, bad you know man. don't make it a weird it's oh four but it's oh four wb so they would do a weird like mildly race thing but in a perfect world they wouldn't and it'd be a lot of fun okay well uh, that was a big 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 pick i understand
1: that that's great but I think Raw's next pick is even bigger. Oh, no. Because <laughs> It's the Big Show,
2: Daniel. Was that And just, it never you know, ends. Was that the 10-hour Big Show clip? Yes, this is, the,
3: this is the hour Big Show. Hey, where's Big Show? Hey, Big Show, come in here how you doing
0: Good. all right see ya.
2: <laughs> it's uh th- i think the clip is too loud so it's kind of peeking it out and muting the mic
3: oh <laughs> oh man i'm uh, the the well peeked it out
2: yeah it's like a little too loud <laughs> Ugh, crap yeah really you know, know discord no it, it's fine it works <laughs> okay cool, cool, cool uh my my plan for him i don't know
3: when i was watching uh when i was watching the the draft again i was watching the match that uh rick flair was in and you know it's like man rick flair's old that'd be funny if big shows came to rip him apart and so that's my justification i want them to have like a rick flair kind of like
1: old oh, man you say you're the biggest thing in wrestling
3: <laughs> oh, oh.
2: so you th- you're uh, trying uh, to show mercy to rick flair is what you're doing
3: yeah more or less I'm, i want him yeah. to
2: get a mercy kill for rick flair <laughs> we are also showing mercy to my catering
4: bill. <laughs> no more it. Steady at SmackDown, sir. What? It's officially of off the menu.
2: <laughs> I can just hear Paul Heyman say that. <laughs> officially off the menu.
4: Alright, my last pick is a bit of a legacy pick, sir. A Diamond in the Rough, if you will. I'm picking... Randy Orton.
5: Hey, what is that?
1: Way too much pyro for this guy.
4: I like this little sizzly curtains pyro, uh, pyro in the past.
2: <laughs> yes, me too.
4: The best. I mean, I loved. Speaking of sizzly curtains, when Edge and Christian broke up, and Christian came out with his the gigantic sizzly curtains and the whole Christian. Christian, at last, you're on
5: your own.
4: Like that—that that was my favorite. Same. All right.
1: That was a. Uh... All right. <sighs> no chance.
0: That's what you God.
1: got. What the? Oh God! It's the commander. It's, it's the commissioner! I've got the new castle. You're <laughs> Well who the hell cares? You're so fucking gay. No <laughs> <laughs>
5: Settle down, down, Jim. Drop Ross. The <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, what a draft we just had. Uh, all right. Whoever had the worst draft gets fired. Oh So we have Doug Basham going to Raw. We have Randall Orton going to Smackdown. I gotta say, it's a fine draft by both men. And I really had some LOL XD's in the back. I was going, ha ha! You should have seen it. But when the smoke clears, when it's all said and done, I gotta give
3: the advantage. I never gave my sixth pick. How did you not? I didn't. You went I did first. Du- <laughs> yeah, I know. I did Doug Devon test lottery pick big show. That's five. All and right. Six. What's your last I haven't pick? Said yet. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> well, of course. My last pick. I saved the best for last. <laughs> A man that needs no introduction. Uh, sorry, technical issues. I Just thought you weren't going to give out, him one. So it's cool. <laughs> Sh- Shut up! Back <laughs> God! Back God! It's
5: him! It's three other seconds!
4: Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, time out. Time out. I'm calling shenanigans on your draft. Shenanigans? Come wait, on! Wait, what? He, he, no, no. Because he took Kane specifically to get him away from the undertaker and then he drafted the undertaker
2: no no wait he took i'm uh, not he took Devon. gone net
4: but he, the, oh that's right he took Devon. he's gonna feud he, him yeah, with kane besides still, you're gonna have Kane and undertaker problems, so you you, you shot your besides, own draft
3: the twist isn't done yet i'm not just bringing back the undertaker uh-oh oh that's uh advertisement <laughs> damn my tech props <laughs> suck today <laughs>
4: This is why I was prepared with the Rodney Mac. I went straight to the Ruthless Aggression podcast YouTube page and found the Rodney Mac video because I knew it wouldn't have any ads. Smart
1: man. I'm bringing back the American badass
2: again. Oh, after getting rid of him, I'm doubling down. A mere, a mere two weeks later
3: i know what the people want they don't want spooky they want the badass
2: after months of build (laughs) that's a swerve bro oh my gosh okay so all six picks are in um roll roll so rolling. presumably uh, you,
3: you can you, you can you can cut back in your Vince McMahon thing cuz that was good i think you literally stopped at you're going to give the advantage to smackdown
2: well that, i don't know man i feel like your pick changes things um Ooh. N- no you sabotaged your draft too much <laughs> <laughs> sabotaged it. come on uh so yeah you totally negate the the dead man build yeah, you're bringing a wrestler to yeah. raw to kill another wrestler you're you're bringing a <laughs> another wrestler to break up a tag team to send him to the upper card to destroy his career oh man bringing okay. another okay. wrestler okay. To lose okay. To okay okay
3: okay 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 but ask yourself in 2004 which is uh quality wise more consistent with the show hmm?
2: yeah i i can't i can't uh roll against rodney max so uh it's it's hard smackdown it's hard. smackdown
3: wins Honestly, the draft. Now that, yeah <laughs> it's, it's fair i use the justification but it's like mine is a perfect raw draft because for oh four it's on the nose terrible <laughs> but <laughs> his is on the nose good which is par for course for smackdown of the era so yeah i guess but I, I will say <laughs> out of which We're ones really made
2: which one's make me laugh more? I give the advantage to raw <laughs> cuz it's just ridiculous yes, absolutely.
4: I was going for the lols, who cares. Dude, yeah. uh, but seriously, I was going through the roster and I, I got to R and I saw Rodney Mac. I was like this draft is over. I won the draft <laughs> with this pick. <laughs> I,
3: I will I will say though 04 looking at the roster um, cuz uh the that page you sent us, you could change the date, and so I put it for like the day before the draft, so it was like just then. Honestly, uh the SmackDown roster kind of needed a little shot in the arm. Yeah, they got a little too much like mid Carter guys, but then again, Raw has a lot of wasted talent right now. So, hmm.
2: I will say though before before we go on, uh, <laughs> I can I can see uh, that this page had some inaccuracies, and so for instance, uh, Kyle, you drafted Test to Raw. Well, he was already on Raw. It said he was on SmackDown. I went with it. I, I, Levi's I know. Rules. Um, <laughs> so that, that's fine. And you also drafted who was it? Um, Devon. He was already on Raw. <laughs>
3: so,
2: but it hey, works. It said the Dudleys are on SmackDown. They, but they get drafted to SmackDown. But we'll get into that later. For now, uh, whatever. For now, whatever. Let's get into the show.
4: The real draft.
1: I have
4: the better
3: female.
1: Let's get the Raw!
2: Welcome to Raw. Unfortunately, this is not Kyle's Raw, it's uh, it's the actual Raw. So, sorry. We open the show with Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff being met by Vince McMahon. He comes out and says, "It's time to shake things up a bit," and I guess that's just something that he liked to say because we just had uh, a few years ago the superstar shakeup, which is like, "Hey, let's have a draft, but let's just uh, let's just pick them how we want.
3: Let's do the draft like everyone wants, but let's not make it fun." <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's have our our our. Uh, I think they had a draft that year and then did the shakeup. I'm like, what's the point? Why do these guys oh, have yeah, brand yeah. loyalty to shows they're barely on? <laughs> you have Braun Strowman saying, I love Raw! Urgh. Three days Look later. Look
1: at you, Choo, I'm a big train. Three days. Now it's time for Survivor Series where I now hate everybody that I was just really
4: good friends <laughs> with last week.
2: Basically. Uh, so he's even saying it back then. I thought that was uh, something interesting to note. <laughs> uh, raw and
3: Strowman. More like Jan Blowman. Oh, uh, actually, I, that sounds like a gay joke. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> wow. Wow, Kyle. Wow. I meant it like he blows, comma, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Sure, sure, sure. So, uh, sure, folk. A uh, quarter a rumor in you window.
2: Mr. McMahon goes on to say uh, he gives us the rules. He says, if you have any issue with your picks, then you can trade by midnight tonight. Otherwise, picks are final. And doesn't that kill the entire point? Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. why don't you just trade everybody back?
3: <laughs> I got a question. Does does Triple H get traded back? Yes. Because I have not looked at the uh, pre-midnight picks.
2: Yes, but we'll talk more about that later.
3: I figured that's exactly why that rule exists.
2: (laughs) Bischoff raises concern and says, surely there must be some exceptions. I have my champions. I have Benoit, RVD, and Booker T. And Vince makes it clear that there are no exceptions as to who gets drafted and anyone is eligible, even Randy Orton with his tonsillitis. He is not there tonight, but he can get drafted. I was very tempted to have like a complete total
3: like Bullshit pick like Tony Chimmel because I just saw him on the roster. Oh my gosh! I was like, no, nah, that would be too stupid. <laughs> Howard Finkel.
1: Oh no, I got drafted. <laughs> <laughs>
4: give me, give me road agent Billy Gunn, not the wrestler.
2: <laughs> there you go. So yeah, I feel like the the rules here kind of compromise the whole thing, but uh, let's just suspend our disbelief. I actually remember uh this episode of raw uh, i missed like the first 40 to 60 minutes of it because i was getting back from town uh we went out to eat at snappy tomato pizza Ooh. Mm. i missed
3: that that stuff was
2: good and that night i was like i wish wwe had a radio station that i wouldn't <laughs> miss out on any of the action Honestly, it's, I think everybody's had that
3: dorky thought every once in a while. Like, oh, I could just listen to commentary. They could just describe it a little more. That'd be fun. And now it's just like, stop
2: showing me clips! <laughs> 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 so we kick off the draft with Bischoff and Heyman on the stage. And it's kind of like how they had it with Ric Flair and Vince McMahon just a couple of years ago. Now, this is a lottery, whereas Vince and Ric Flair uh, got to pick anybody they wanted. So these are all at random. They have this big old uh, bingo, uh, whirly-twirly thing. I don't know what to call it. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, and they pick, air quotations randomly, their picks.
4: It's called a hopper.
2: Okay, cool. The hopper.
4: I had to think about it.
2: <laughs> Heyman, he makes his first pick from Raw, and he says, One of the premier groups on Raw has been broken up. Paul Heyman's pick is Rene Dupree, which
3: is like, (laughs) for like the first draft pick, I was like, all right, draft. it's going to be fun to watch. Rene Dupree. Hey, everyone,
4: it's Rene Dupree. I'm
2: very excited to be here. Thank you for drafting me. Rene Dupree. Uh, Boo America and George W. Bush. You have a lot of nerve. You have a lot of nerves showing back up here in the Ruthless Aggression studio after you kidnapped Kyle, Kyle and Jake last time. i do it again. Aw,
3: oh, man. If this guy says uh, no while staring at an American flag one more time, I'm going to punch <laughs> him in the face.
4: Hey, Kyle. Yes. I, I'm looking at an American flag. Are you listening?
2: You better be uh,
4: holding that hand over that heart and saying the are pledge you in full.
2: Are you listening? Oh, n- yeah. don't do it. No. Ah! No! <laughs>
1: rip off my shirt in a rage this is me ripping off my shirt oh yeah
2: that's real (laughs) it's not worth it it's not worth it he's gonna hit the french tickler on you he's got the red white and blue
1: running through his veins
4: wait Rene dupree no me well i guess technically
3: france has a red white and blue flag (laughs) yeah You can't go up against France and be like, the red, white, and blue. Red, Why, Why did they never take advantage of that, like, a dumb joke like that? He just comes out and goes, guys, come on. I love the red, white, and the blue.
4: I love
5: France. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Then he I mean, comes would have out. So much heat because everyone would have they would have fallen hook, line, and sinker for like, yeah, he's rooting for America now. We convinced him U.S.I.
1: U.S.I. U.S.I.
4: I, I love France.
1: Boo! I know. Boo, eventually, they,
3: they they kind of go like comedy, kind of more over the top Frenchmen with him. But I would love it if they did it even like more dumb and over the top. Like it comes out kind of like uh, New Day okay. with like their. Like New Day with like their uh, tray of pancakes, he just has like a big tray of, like escargot and he's like throwing <laughs> snails at people,
2: and oh, there's like oh, no! He eats them like the boogeyman this or something.
4: going to share my culture <laughs> with you, whether you like it or not, have a cigarette in your face!
3: Honestly, that would be a really creative, funny comedy character, just like for the modern era, just making fun of like the dastardly foreign heel, except nobody takes it seriously.
2: I would love to see Renee Dupree come out and be like, What are you talking about? I love USA. Characters welcome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am part of the Raw fan nation. I can't go to SmackDown. Now
2: stay tuned. Monk is
1: up next.
4: <laughs> well, here's the real question, right? Like, Does his work visa have to change? Because his job title is changing. He got deported after this. Isn't here? Oh, that's right. <laughs> He, he got he got
2: power bombed back to France. So Rene Dupree, he's the first pick for SmackDown. What do you guys think? La Resistance is broken up. Uh, who are we gonna make fun Good. of now?
3: Uh, everybody else. Uh, yeah, everybody else individually.
2: If anything, they're just
3: spreading out the love because now we can make fun of people more often.
4: Wait, aren't they? Isn't isn't. Uh... They're going to be Rob Conway and someone else. Yeah, oh, no, that's already happened.
2: S- Sylvain, he he's going to be coming back, and so it'll be Sylvain and Robert Conway.
4: That's okay. That's what I was
2: thinking. Hey, did so did
3: uh, Ro- did Rob Conway ever say, "Hey, it's Conway or the highway"? <laughs> that
1: makes no, him. That, that, that makes that
2: him sound too should... cool, and, and it's not. Yeah, I've cool been at too.
3: Cool. That's how they, they should have done Too Cool too in WWE, but make it like somebody says something cool, and then Rikishi walks up with sunglasses and goes,
4: Hey, that's too cool. Oh my no, gosh. Rikishi walks up he's like, Hey, that's the biz, dog.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's the
0: biz, dog.
1: And that's a bitter dog. Fuck oh, God, they drafted Too Cool 2. <laughs> Ratings
3: I will say, plummet. Uh oh, man, I forgot a joke I was going to make during the draft. Why
1: does that guy look like you, King? Why does that guy look just like you
3: in the face? <laughs> I forgot I forgot I was going to make a, a joke seventh pick during the draft. Okay. Uh, my, my seventh pick was going to be uh, Stevie Richards, and he was going to bring back his old buddies, and they're going to form the Pepsi Blue
4: World Order. Oh. You may not have my steven richards sir (laughs) you may not have any of my ecw originals off of my roster sir
3: i thought about taking taz and being like yeah he's going to come out of retirement but i'm like no that just doesn't seem realistic he wouldn't come out of retirement i
4: actually it's funny you mentioned that because i thought about drafting uh jerry lawler putting taz back in the ring and putting cole and lawler together and then making jr work with coach about I draft both Cole
3: and Taz to Raw, super shaking it up. I make them a tag team called Cole and Taz.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like High and Tie. <laughs> okay, so let, let, let's keep it moving, folks. <laughs> so Rene Dupree, he heads out to the ring uh, to let us all know that he would, quote, rather burn in hell than be remembered on Raw by getting a stunner. So I don't think this bowls well for
1: What me. did you say?
2: <laughs> I think the eternal ramifications are dire for Rene Dupree. So uh uh he issues an open challenge versus his last match on Raw and Chris Jericho answers the call. So first match, Kyle.
1: Lady taking
4: on uh, Chris Jericho. Wins. the loser Chris Jericho,
1: silly fool. Silly, stupid loser Chris Jericho. He can't even get a kiss from a beautiful American here.
2: So Chris Jericho is having a bit of a, a hard time since WrestleMania 20, where he Maybe. was publicly dumped. And Or I guess, would you say dumped? I, I don't guess they were actually together, him and Trish. He was just double-crossed. Double-crossed, yeah. yeah, there you go. So, yeah, we'll get more on uh, Tristan later in the show. But, uh, yeah, Chris Jericho, he is not happy. And he's about to kick some French butt.
1: Ooh.
2: To begin here, they slug it out in the corner. And Jericho hammers him down and gets an elbow. Or Judas effect, if you will. He goes for a roll-up and transitions into the walls of Jericho. However, Dupree makes the ropes. Jericho drop kicks him off the apron. We get back in and Dupree comes in. With a drop kick of his own. He goes for the pin, but it's only good for two. Then we get the French Tickler. His his little dance. And then he gets an elbow. He goes for the pin, but only gets two. We get chops from Chris Jericho, but he walks right into a clothesline. Dupree goes for the pin, only gets two. Jericho trips up Dupree, and then he hits a running enziguri and gets the pin. So kind of a weird finish to that match uh jake what'd you think about it i'm I'm happy to see um
4: the French dude leave tired of him mm-hmm. tired of him being on the main i'm tired of him being pushed I'm tired of him being on the main show and he, I, yeah just get him out of here get him get him out of my sight <laughs> but i mean this this whole i mean this is this is these are probably closing thoughts, but like this whole episode doesn't do anybody any favors no Like hey everybody are you excited to see the new guys that are gonna come to your the tv show you like to watch lose <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> kyle what'd you think
3: uh, i mean it's okay i mean you know pay-per-view matches i feel like i am more eager to rate them fairly when it's like a tv show i'm like eh, it's whatever it's fine yeah, I give
2: it a thumbs down. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> much, much to do with nothing. After the match, Steve Austin comes out and he gives Dupree another stunner, thus condemning Dupree into the lake of fire for an eternity. <laughs>
1: hey, hope you've been enjoying it, but hey, we gotta draft us up some uh, some advertising. So let's-
4: For the ruthless aggression podcast is brought to you by manscaped they are the best in men's below the waist grooming manscape offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels they obsess over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience now since we're talking about 2004 let's talk about ball care in 2004 yeah you i'm not talking about basketballs i'm not talking about footballs i'm talking about testicles all right. If you were like me way back then, you had that like little pair of scissors that you had to be really careful with, and sometimes, maybe sometimes you yeah get a little too close. Ooh, that hurts. But that is why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. And let me tell you folks, when you're getting up in it, it definitely matters. When well, I tell you this is premium. I mean premium. This battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave. You could shave Albert the A-Train if you needed to, but you might have to charge it once. It's, only not, it's a 90-minute charge. I charge it because I think I should. I don't. I've never run out of battery with my lawnmower. The Lawnmower 3.0 has waterproof technology that allows you to groom in the shower, which is the best place to do it because you don't have the cleanup. They've also upgraded to 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology, and let's not forget about that charging stand. Show your mower off, loud and proud, because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. This sits right there in the corner. If you're listening to me speak right now, and you have balls, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself, or first ball for yourself. Trim that junky yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code RuthlessPod at Manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code RuthlessPod at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com, and use the promo code RuthlessPod. Now back to the show.
2: Back from break with Rico in the ring. You guys excited for a Rico match? Oh,
4: yeah. Yeah. Dance, 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 dance. <laughs> hey,
3: you, you know, um, before I realized that I was I was looking at like the wrong date, um, I was originally wanting to have Rico drafted to Raw before I'm like, oh, he's already there. Duh. I was wanting to put him against Val Venus. I was gonna be like a haha, look at you. I am a more of a ladies' man. But then Rico's like really and he becomes like funny funny suave like rico suave get it it's a pun
2: um that sounds great <laughs> <laughs> yeah whatever i like to see your draft picks levi uh draft number one uh don marie draft pick number two uh the Kenzo suzuki <laughs> draft pick number three uh mordecai <laughs> 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 graphic
3: number five Muhammad <laughs> and,
2: and to top it and all off six, eugene. Mahal. <laughs> uh, more on what all of those...
4: his champion gender mahal or eugene
2: more on all of those characters later in season three well except gender mahal <laughs> <laughs> the less gender mahal the better
3: bad for gender mahal
2: you can cut this out because it's like i don't i could car. cut it out of this conversation <laughs> now no, moving on no, i was gonna
3: say I feel bad <laughs> it's like you're like some like dude who's basically like a lower card nobody <laughs> and you're getting a push solely based on your race i mean that's got to be a little demeaning when you think about it i'd cash the check i would cash yeah, I mean, that he's check and checks, so obviously he doesn't care but whatever
2: <laughs> bischoff questions how much vince would love smackdown overall and challenges Heyman by saying why do you think he chose to have this event on Raw? Ooh.
1: The first show of the week.
2: Yeah, that makes Monday. Sense. The Raw crowd goes nuts over that. And I just I just want to say, I love how much we have uh, crowd involvement here. Because I, I know on the last episode we referenced like how Jerry Lawler was like, oh, you know, there's Raw fans here. here for... And we're like, oh, that's not true. And for that match it was. But I love here on the draft, it's like, yeah, we're a raw fan nation right here. We escaped the rules. And it's just like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I, I love the uh, the brand loyalty here.
3: Yeah, I was surprised. As much as like I've always said brand loyalty is kind of like dumb, people were into it. So,
2: yeah. Bischoff makes his pick and says, Heyman won't have to worry about calling them the world's greatest tag team or self-proclaimed world's greatest tag team because now you'll call them ancient history. The next pick is Shelton. No stop me! No! You can't, rock. You can't rock. <laughs> Benjamin. Uh they're running down Benjamin's accomplishments and Lawler says they were so successful, they were deemed the world's greatest tag team. And to that I say no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, if you don't know the background, just don't say nothing. Like, geez. Just say he's a great pure athlete. Looks like Rico's coming out with Miss Jackie, but wait a minute. What? What is this? let's Kane! Um. Kane chokeslams Rico and gets the pin in 28 seconds. <laughs> That's it.
4: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I hope you really didn't good. have any plans for Rico. I gotta say, dead. thumbs up
2: in my big JVC Tower of Power match of the night. Uh, what do you guys say?
3: <laughs> you know, it's really hard um, to. So am I, Val whether... Venus? What are you doing? Here? <laughs> Hello, <here>. ladies. <laughs> oh
1: God, they're doing it! It's the Rico Venus feud.
3: No, um,
2: <laughs> it just gives back behind the scenes information. It's the Rico Venus <laughs> yeah, feud. Just, <laughs>
3: no it's it's weird it's hard to for me to give like thumbs up and thumbs down to some of these matches and some segments just because it feels like it's all just to serve just the hype of the draft
4: Let, uh, let's say this though this is the best match on the card because it does exactly <laughs> what it's supposed to do
3: yeah like, i disagree honestly, though but sure honestly though as a as a little segment even though it's a little squash just meant to show how pissed off kane is at Kane's least pissed it was, off, Rico pissed gets off. Squashed. yeah and honestly, Rico got some pretty solid offense first. I mean, he was hitting him with some kicks.
2: Yeah, and he shouldn't before have.
3: Fuck. Got... Oh, it just makes Kane like, Girl, you're just making me mad. Now I'm going to show you my demons. And then you give him my choke
1: slam. Demons? I'm going to give you my demons. Uh,
3: that's why they had him do the voice changer in the early career, because that's what he sounded like until he got speech therapy. Oh, my gosh.
4: Hey, everybody, it's me, Kane. If I lose, I will set myself on fire. (laughs) Hey Undertaker, (laughs) I am your brother. I'm back from the dead. I will (laughs) coke slam you.
2: (laughs) So Kane he makes his way up to the stage after this and he grabs Heyman as well as Bischoff and he says, I don't care where I get drafted, but don't put me on the same show as the Undertaker. Uh,
0: Okay
2: and then he walks away
0: okay.
2: it's like what you gonna do like I just book you in a match with Undertaker take that but anyway we get Heyman's next draft pick and it's uh, well JR won't be calling him a blue chipper anymore because it's Mark Jindrak. <sighs> It's like so far these picks have been kinda of
3: And it's not to knock uh Shelton. It's just, you know, it's early career Shelton, so he doesn't have much hype around him, you know.
4: He's still got the Charlie Haas stink all over him. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so so far this draft is a little I was disappointed at that draft pick back in the day because I was like, ooh, they're gross. I don't like them. But man, they really showcase Shelton Benjamin well in the coming weeks.
3: Yeah. Cool. Well, I hope so, because I like Shelton. Me too, man. When he gets going, man, he's so good.
2: This year really made me a believer in Shelton Benjamin back in the day. hmm So, yeah, I want the two and a half minutes of my life back where Heyman built this up, talking about breaking up another super group on Raw. Whatever.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bischoff, he picks next, and it's Nydia. And, well, right. uh, you know, solid pick. Hey. I'll take it, whatever. Uh, her career highlights, along with winning Tough Enough, are her, uh, measurements implant uh
3: yeah implants winning
2: the lottery and going blind
4: <laughs> <laughs> well but that's actually a low light in more ways than one Ooh. or a no
2: light because she's blind <laughs> oh i got to cut to the official diva inspector of the ruthless aggression podcast Kyle what are her measurements <laughs> <laughs> good god i i i did not write them down don't answer that me. question <laughs>
3: 36, 36 call. Let's just say
2: she's but got six. those puppies.
1: Woo! Oh my gosh, she's got huge heaving breasts. <laughs> <laughs> God, heaving. <King> heaving. <laughs> Bring a little more saddle.
2: You know that reminds me, and I'm not gonna get off on a tangent here, but I went down the rabbit hole this morning of looking up Grandmaster Sexay clips. You know, looking up like the saddest return to WWE ever when he came out for the uh, the Lawler uh, Michael Cole feud. And he was out dancing, and nobody reacted and, uh, it wasn't
4: the star too cool, still no, it was not
2: <laughs> the point is nobody uh nobody reacting and all that and stuff, and it reminded me he came out with a rap, not a rap, but he came out with a with an album, I forget what year, and had a song called "Puppies on It" with Jerry lawler. Oh good oh my goodness yeah so uh i may or may not include a clip here but one of the lines in the song is it's like i guess like a bridge part like a breakdown part but it's like i just love those puppies with those cute pink little noses and it's just like ah oh my god that's ugh yes <laughs> oh
3: my goodness that's a uh, i gotta wash my hands after hearing that line that's gross <laughs> what's wrong with the brown noses
2: mm-hmm. that's what i'm talking about <laughs> chocolate <laughs> How of chocolate brain wow. Jake? Don't hold I back love on me. Chocolate puppies. <laughs> Imagine, uh, what would you do? <laughs> Midia comes out and uh, she asks if she can put on her new raw shirt right now. And Eric Bischoff's like, "Well, if you want to slip it over your... Sh- oh my goodness!" And we saw her kazungas, basically. Tigo biddies. which was right. awesome back in the day, but like and now I'm just like. Is this what we're doing with the women? You know, it's like really? Mm-hmm. Okay, like I, I'm a married man, so that that's not for me. But <laughs> anyway, uh, so Nidia, she's on Raw. What do you what do you guys make of these picks? Uh, it's a waste of time.
4: Yeah. It's like, come and on. I'm what... I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated watching at this point because, like, I I'm expecting one thing, hoping that it's not the other, and I'm getting the other.
2: So basically what hope you're they, saying is, they, oh, man, I hope they draft Triple H and, oh, oh it's Mark Jindrak, uh, the other member of Evolution. Pretty yes. much.
3: <laughs> hey, it makes me think of earlier, yeah, they did that stupid cut. That was
2: so dumb. It's like,
3: oh, God. oh they're going to get broken up. Let's zoom in on Evolution.
2: <laughs> yeah, it kind of is like, hey, look what we're about to do later. <laughs> <You know? laughs> hey, hey, ain't just
1: kidding. It's a bunch of jobbers.
2: So Heyman's next pick is interrupted by John Cena. Yo, if I see that Booker T, you know what I'ma say to him? <laughs> you can
4: suck
1: my booker T <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: probably what he'd say. That's Everything was awesome. seen in this area is like a dick joke or a
2: gay joke or something. That was good. Alright, Kyle. So I sent you the, the John Cena freestyle rap here, so um if you don't mind.
1: The franchise is crashing this party. Paul, don't get high at me. He's wearing a neck brace cause he's blowing the whole lottery. I heard that about you. <laughs> he ain't the one-way type. Believe the hype. John Cena got more raw than Monday night. I'm the lottery pick, they both wanna get their hands on. This ain't no junior high dance, so fellas, keep your pants on. Oh. oh, and if you don't draft me, save your t shirts. I ain't kissing your butt. What? We in the D, baby. I
3: had to try this RBR.
1: So you can choke on D's nuts. <sighs> You're the general manager,
3: but I'm making the next pick. I'm giving you one ball you still got no and then they just cut his mic off like, what it's the really, heck's up like, with this, that this keeps happening to john cena and honestly like at this point in his career he had to have some push stage. he should have I mean, he should have brought this up i thought we were we over just this finished the rap. yeah jake get on it I, i'll i'm guessing this is just a test to see how well he could handle pressure
4: <laughs> at john cena <laughs> mm-hmm. what happened what am i supposed to suck what am I supposed to
3: suck? <laughs> never finished your sentence at the draft lottery
4: you. at the draft lottery. One day he'll answer To never... this will be the one <laughs> we'll be the one uh, I, uh, I, honestly
3: it's it's been so long i've I've long since forgotten. I'm sure I was gonna say suck on my lollipop. suck your what? no no.
2: He just sends one-word response. <laughs> dick. It's just <laughs> dick. If, if in all happened, caps. Like, I, would, I, would, I, would,
4: I would screenshot it and then log off of all social media forever because it would never... It would I would never... never top that. That's the hole-in-one of social media. John Cena responded to you in all caps.
5: Dick. <laughs>
4: <laughs> At John Cena. You're like, why did John Cena just say dick on Twitter? Like,
1: John
2: Cena makes the pick for Paul Heyman and Heyman's like I I don't want this is not a legitimate pick and Bischoff says that's your pick you stick to your pick
0: you pick right now that's yours you own it take it you're lucky I'm an injured man if I wasn't an injured man, what I would do to you is something that you ain't... You, uh... Who is it? You sure you want me to read this out loud? Yes! I (laughs) want you to read it out loud, would you please? Well, Well, Mr. Bischoff, since... You insisted that I take this pick. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, Paul Heyman SmackDown is very pleased to welcome Triple the
5: your Triple H is on SmackDown!
2: Triple H has been drafted to SmackDown what 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 that's what he's doing he's a big awkward fake spit take (laughs) so i gotta say i really like this this was a a really good shocker back in the day but i know you guys got feelings on it so what do you say i mean it's cool if it would have stuck but (laughs) yeah it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) yes
3: like i i did not know that it didn't stick uh, t- until i asked levi earlier and i am not surprised i was telling myself he's not going to go to smackdown
4: <laughs> yeah i felt the same way it's like okay this is cool and all but hunter's not going to be like i and at that point pick five i I'm like, well that's going to be the biggest pick nothing else is going to be bigger than that and it's not happening this whole draft is
2: bust i think paul Heyman said it best at just a year later one night stand 2005 to jbl and uh Let's go to a clip of what he said.
0: I almost forgot about you. Mr. Shoot promo himself. Bounce checks, ECW went out of business. Hey, John, on a personal note, from all of us just to you, since you want to shoot, cowboy. THE ONLY REASON YOU WERE WWE CHAMPION FOR A YEAR IS BECAUSE TRIPLE H DIDN'T WANNA WORK TUESDAY!
4: Ooh.
5: Ooh.
4: A good burn. Then he does another super fake spit take while we're talking about fake spit takes.
2: Hm, yeah you know that really hurt his feelings <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so everyone backstage is happy to see triple h go and sing nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 or as jim ross would say no 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 but yeah I, I was shocked back in the day um so good good tv uh but we'll get more into why it was not
5: Saying you're way too rough, Just getting all wild things that I'm gonna
1: think, that I'm gonna want, that I'm gonna see, that I'm gonna need, that I'm gonna need to more of you. not yeah. You can't stop
5: you. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> oh sorry.
3: But-
1: Anyways, it's Christian <laughs> with the big, so really Trish Stratus.
2: Mm-hmm. Take it on Spike Dudley. So when we could go on Raw, Christian attacks Spike Dudley on the way to the ring. Trish does as well, gets a chick kick in, and they just really celebrate beating up Spike Dudley, so Spike Dudley is here for a little revenge. Guys, Trish is fully healed now, and I just gotta say, I hated Trish Stratus on this night back in 2004. I bet. <clears throat> just the way she's carrying herself, just all like smug and prissy and Christian's just like, yeah, I got the hot chick and it's just, I hate them. I hate them so much. What do you guys make of heel Trish Stratus?
3: Around this time, uh, I, I wasn't really watching, uh, it was, this was is a Raw feud, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't really watching Raw too much, so I don't really remember too much of heel Trish. Honestly, I didn't start more regularly watching uh, Raw until probably like a year or two later. So this is kind of new to me.
4: Same. Like, I don't have a lot of opinions. I I, I know that, that Trish is like the opposite of Lita, and I was always a big Lita fan. It was easy for me to be like, yeah, I don't like
2: Trish. And then later on, I realized, well, yes, I did. Leda looks like she smells bad. Do you like stinky girls, Jake? <laughs> Jeez, that's a hot take. Leda looks like
1: she
3: smells bad. Yeah?
1: Doesn't she though?
2: Like
4: Leda looks like uh you might not make it through the night.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, uh
2: I Just wait
5: didn't... just <laughs> did he me to it? <laughs>
2: I don't even remember it. though. Oh my god. Um... I know, right? Whatever, that bad right song. I
1: in secret dreams, and we <coughs>
3: it, all our little schemes. That was better singing than her. Anyways, next.
2: Spike gives him a spear to start and stomps away at him in the corner. But then he goes after Trish, which allows Christian to catch him on the outside. Spike comes back with a DDT. He goes for the pin, but only gets two. Goes for a roll-up, but only good for two on there. Christian charges at him, but Spike dodges, and Christian goes barreling to the floor. And Spike follows this up with a plancha, so Spike's definitely totally getting in some good offense here. We're back in, and Christian catches him. He tries a suplex, but Spike puts him down for the flying stomp, or the uh, coup de grace, if you're a Finn Balor fan. And her. Hoop to Gracie. Christian dodges a blind charge and finishes with an unprettier 3 minutes 18 seconds. Uh, I'm gonna give this match a little bit of a thumbs up, not not a full one, but just a little bit. It was it was a little fun, but I gotta say, yeah, was all right. I gotta I mean, say, I... at the end of the match where Trish very arrogantly counts the three, I just I remember it just like it was yesterday. How much I hated Trish in that moment. I'm just like grr. Yeah, you
3: know, uh, like I said, you know, inoffensive kind of fun. <laughs> TV wrestling honestly like I don't know I am I have a soft spot for Spike Dudley like everything I see him in it's just like I love to see him get torn
4: apart <laughs> same Uh, so yeah you know I, I enjoyed it for, for what it was man it, it's alright I'm like personally I'm trying to remember like how I felt while this was happening and like with Monday Night Raw they they've kind of hit this point and it's like and I know this is just the way that the show is it's hit that middle 30 minutes that I don't give a shit about yeah it's like what's happening i don't care like this like these matches don't mean anything it's not building anything we're just trying to do something till we get to the next pick that doesn't matter like, i i'm in the i'm in that part of the show where i'm just like whatever like let's just get on with it
2: so we got to bischoff and hayman and bischoff he's going to make his pick but he just can't he is beside himself and he's like i gotta find vince mcmahon and make this right
3: that that was a little awkward. It just kind of felt like that came out of nowhere. It's like he was just waiting until the camera was on him to freak out, you know?
2: Yeah, why weren't you already freaking out?
3: Yeah. Oh, it's wrestling, folks.
1: I guess I know, he was...
2: Oh, the, well, actually... It, it, now it just that, felt weird. Not that I think about it. Maybe he was just trying to be professional about it and accept what happened. Maybe. Nah. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. But yeah, nah. I give Jake. Nah. Bischoff and Heyman, they find Vince backstage... And Bischoff, he's pleading with Vince, find a way to make this right. But Vince says, all draft picks are final. What about the trade deadline, though, huh? It's us trade it yeah, back. Yeah, what about it? So, yeah, for real. <laughs> so, Paul Heyman proposes that tonight on Raw, we have a WWE title match between Eddie Guerrero and newest acquisition, Triple H. And Vince says yes. I guess. so we go back to the stage as Eric Bischoff makes his pick he's composed himself he's fine and the third pick is from the Motor City Rhino yeah I was hyped for this pick I loved Rhino I love Rhino yeah this is the first pick that I actually was like oh hey I like this one (laughs) and just because Eric Bischoff wants to shake things up we will see Rhino get a title shot for Crispin Walls world heavyweight title tonight.
4: Yeah, let's go. Juicy. Get a little uh, EC dub on the on the TV tonight.
3: And
1: damn, and
3: Booker T takes on Evolution. Of Batista and Ric Flair, that is.
0: I don't know why I'm out here in a Tag Deep Championship match. I want to die.
2: So we start here. Booker overpowers Flair to start, and he gets a drop kick. But Flair chops back and brings in Batista. He walks into an elbow, and then RVD gets tagged in. He goes up top for the high cross body, he goes for the pin, gets two. He drop kicks to the knee and catapults Batista into Booker's sidekick. Then Booker gets worked over in the heel corner, and Flair lays in the chops. Booker T fires back, resulting in a Flair chop, followed by USPO! Oh out of the corner. Cheap shot turns the tide, however, and Flair gets a chop for and goes for the pin, but only gets two. Flair drops a knee and resumes the chopping. Flair is at the barbecue tonight because he's serving up the chops, baby.
5: Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> Booker runs into an elbow, and Flair goes up. Well, you know what happens when Flair goes up. Goes down. And then we get the hot tag to Rob Van Dam. He comes in for the frog splash, but bails out as we cut to a commercial. We return with Booker T coming back on Batista. We bring in RVD with a missile drop kick. He goes for the pin, but only gets two. Flair, however, clips RVD behind the referee's back. And then he goes to work on the knee. We get a figure four, but RVD makes the ropes. Back to the corner as Flair chops him. But RVD comes back with an enziguri and a heel kick. We go back to Booker, who slugs away on Batista and overpowers him. Clotheslines and a bookend for Batista. And he he sets up for the scissors kick. He connects, but it's only good for two. Oh, no. Rolling thunder, Ric Flair follows, but RVD hits Booker with a kick by mistake. Oh, jeez. Batista finishes Booker with a Batista bomb in 13 minutes, 30 seconds, to regain the World Tag Team titles. Damn.
3: Damn. I mean, RVD, Booker T can't go wrong i mean i enjoyed it it's just sad to uh see him lose the
4: titles in such a way yeah i mean this is uh, this is the uh the breaking up tag team episode of monday night raw it kind of lets you know what was about to happen too but i mean it's it was it was fine i, I like everybody involved i i perked up when i heard rob van Dam was coming out and then i got sad when i saw that
2: i'd lost the titles yeah i'll say i'll give the match the thumbs in the middle it was okay but, uh, yeah, to Jake's point, you kind of know what's going to happen after that. So, Heyman, he comes out, and his number four pick is Rob Van Dam. What a coincidence. The whole effing show? The, the whole effing show. So, we cut backstage, uh, Booker T and RVD saying, oh, we're going to get those titles back. We're going to do it. Don't you worry. And then Jonathan Coachman approaches them and says, hey, you can't get no title shot. RVD's been drafted to SmackDown. And RVD's like, what? Are you serious? What? What?
1: I was too busy smoking marijuana cigarettes to pay attention.
4: (laughs) Oh, that's, uh, yeah, never mind. (laughs)
1: Sorry, I just had to fold my page. It's Chris Benoit taking on the newly drafted Rhino for the world title.
2: We begin here with Benoit sending elbows to Rhino to wear him down. And then he gives him chops in the corner. He dodges a clothesline but gets power bombed into the corner for two. Rhino goes for the sharpshooter, but Benoit is able to make the ropes. Rhino pounds away at the back, but gets taken down for a sharpshooter attempt by Benoit, which is quickly blocked. Rhino goes for the clubbing forearms, but Benoit gets the rolling Germans. To the top for the flying headbutt, he nails it. He goes for the pin, but only gets two. Rhino comes back with a spinebuster, or a double-A spinebuster right there by Rhino. He sets up for the gore. He goes, but... Benoit dodges. He gets the turnbuckles, and he gets him in the Crippler crossface. But Rhino taps in a very silly way in four minutes and thirty-five seconds. Like seriously, did you see the way Rhino tapped out, floating what? his like, hand to the ground?
3: <laughs> it, it's like it reminded me of like uh, like a, a toddler when like they lay on their stomach and like just have a tantrum. They start slapping their arms on the ground. <laughs>
2: It's very dainty. But uh as far as this match goes, very short but fun. I was mm-hmm. rooting for rhino back in the day, even though like it wouldn't make sense. But none of that stuff matters when you're a kid. You know, you watch wrestling no. hope, and hope that your dudes win or whoever you want to win wins. So yeah. for that reason, I had fun. Thumbs up, why not?
4: I love Rhino. Rhino's one of my favorite wrestlers, um, just because of everything he really represents, honestly. Um, he, he started out in ECW, worked his way back, went through NXT, worked his way back to the main roster. I love Rhino. And yeah, just to see him get to go out there, and even if it's not really a title match, it's nice to see him get that consideration so i i liked it it was a good enough match and it it got benoit over in a way because it's like hey look you know here's here's your chance and Benoit's like no i'm i'm the guy like it doesn't matter who you throw at me it doesn't matter how how much time i have to prepare i'm gonna beat him
3: Mm -hmm. yeah man uh yeah overall real solid like honestly if they had like more time like on like a pay-per-view kind of setting i think they could really put on something fantastic because uh, both Benoit and Rhino, they're kind of like cut from the same cloth. They're just really, really solid at what they do. And I've uh, always been a big lover of Rhino. He's just always been one of those consistently good dudes. It's like he doesn't really reach the absolute top of the mountain, but at the same time you don't care because you just have fun watching him. So uh,
4: He's, He was like the Cesaro before Cesaro came
3: around. Yeah, yeah. Though I, I would give him a little more credit because I feel like Cesaro is a little more... I mean, like not talent-wise. I mean, just like kind of pushed another rug far too often. <laughs> But yeah. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Good match.
2: We cut backstage and Shawn Michaels approaches Eric Bischoff and he wants to be traded to SmackDown. He's like, do what it takes. I got I got unfinished business with Triple H. And Eric Bischoff is like, you know what? Uh, I can't do that. But we, we've had our differences in the past and I'm going to put all my my efforts and all my endorsements behind you, Shawn Michaels, and you will get a title shot at Backlash. And Sean's like, oh, all right, well, those are pretty cool bananas. I'll do that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we come back with Eric Bischoff's next pick and it's Tajiri. Oh, whoa. So what do, you, what do you guys think of Tajiri going to the red brand? I
4: hate it. He uh, should be on the blue brand. I drafted him too.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: There you go. Uh... Yeah, I don't mind. I like Tajiri. He's always like fun to watch. I don't expect him to be like world champion, but you know. I love Tajiri. It, yeah, it's it, it's not a boring pick like you know the earlier ones. Like Jindrak. Yeah, exactly. They should just take away his name and call him Whitey McWhitman.
4: Please, <laughs> boring. <laughs> I, I mean, we already had a No winsky. <laughs> oh,
2: man. Ooh. So Heyman he picks next, and it's Theodore Long. holla 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 yep it's the beginning of the long era of smackdown (laughs) i gotta say for the the long term it worked out well for teddy long but on that night i was like why (laughs) (laughs) so up next bischoff he picks his number five pick and he says he's not here yet but when he's coming back and when he comes back he's gonna be awesome it's edge you
1: think you know me? Woo. Yeah, my it's der- be awesome. awesome. No. This is the
2: mess coming back from a time machine. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> Never <mind>. Um <laughs> So, Paul Heyman makes his next pick. Last pick of the night. Spike Dudley
3: love spike but for a last pick
2: that is pretty 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 dull (laughs) pretty dull yes you can see that on paul Heyman's face he is not pleased with his last pick but it's a lottery you know no control over these sorts of things
1: until the trades
2: so for eric bischoff's last pick he can't believe it he is just beside himself and Heyman is like, who is the pick? Who is it? Who is it? Who is it?
1: Bobby Lashley, Stone Cold. Stone Cold, who is it? Eddie Guerrero, Ray Mysterio, Arden Anderson.
2: Stone Cold! No. (laughs) It is Paul Heyman. Eric Bischoff goes over the prospects of what this could mean. He can get him coffee, he can do this, he can do that. Well, Paul Heyman quits. So we'll never know. And I just got to say, this annoys me, because you have to have an established authority figure, right, for this to work. Mm-hmm. How do you do trades? How do you do this? How do you do that without a GM?
3: Yeah, I know it's it's really weird. I don't like, like this. Like the NFL, it's like the NFL draft, and the teams like, "Yeah, we're going to draft the coach from the other team." <laughs> we
2: draft Bill Belichick. It's like, what? Why oh my No.
3: God. <laughs> The Tennessee
1: Titans now have uh twenty-eight coaches. They opted to just get a bunch of
2: coaches this year. Draft all the coaches out of the college ranks. <laughs> uh so what did you guys think about this? Uh from from Theodore Long to Edge to to Paul Heyman being drafted. What what did you guys think? <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean overall, it's like you know. I mean to be fair, it's just it's very sports entertainmenty, you know. I mean the Paul Heyman one is to make people go, oh, "What?" You know, uh, no problem with Edge or Tajiri. Uh, Theodore Long is only good in hindsight. So overall, just kind of yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean the Edge pick is cool, but like yeah. I feel like we could have announced him coming back in a better way.
3: Yeah, like him just showing up with a pay review probably would have been like much more hype than just yeah. not even being the last pick of the Raw of the lottery. Freaking Spike Dudley comes after Edge. Why did they do that? Yeah, they're
4: like, because it's like if it was Edge, then the last pick's got to be even bigger.
2: Vince McMahon. <laughs> I wish. Why, why wasn't he ever drafted? I don't know, pal. But everyone kisses my ass. Paul Heyman, he quits, and Eric Bischoff's like, "Now that we got that trash out of the way, Raw is the premier mm. show. Yackety schmackety." He's just gloating, and Edge returns. Can Heyman be serious? Well then,
0: goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. To- I want to make one thing very clear. It should be obvious to each and every one of you people. I've been able to withstand two general managers. I've even stood up to Stone Cold Steve Austin. I want to make it clear to every one of the talent on both rosters, anybody that I might acquire in the trade, Eric Bischoff is back in a damn big way. Ah. My way. Well, don't forget that midnight trade deadline. Your way, that's it. (laughs)
5: What is this?
2: And if you're watching the uh, Peacock version, he comes out to, you think you know me, you think you know me. But as I'll play right now, if you watch on YouTube or even the network, when it was a thing, he comes out to, yeah,
1: by Durango, number 95.
2: So uh, I I definitely opted uh, to look this up on YouTube. And so, Ed, she comes out and immediately spears Eric Bischoff. And Eric Bischoff gets dumped on his head on the bottom turnbuckle.
4: Yeah, he did not take that well.
2: So I I felt for Eric Bischoff in that moment. I'm like, geez, I guess he's okay. He's still out there podcasting and stuff. But, oh, man. What did you guys think about Edge's return here? I thought it was pretty cool.
4: Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was cool. I mean, it's, like I said, it's, it would have been better at another time. I, I was still, like, I forgot, I had forgotten about Edge. And so when Edge came out, I was like, oh, crap, Edge, cool. And then I was like, huh, okay.
2: Spike. We have not seen Edge since Royal Rumble 2003. My goodness. And the last time we even attempted that episode was when I was in Seattle in 2019. <laughs> so it's been a long time since we've talked Edge. Well, with that being said, now it's time for the (sighs) main event of the evening.
1: Cater
0: Triple H
2: for the WWE
1: title. Title.
2: The title. <laughs> on paper, this match is pretty cool, and I think they they play it well. But we'll get more into that at the end. Triple H, he comes out and he's got a raw shirt on. How could he? He's a SmackDown superstar. Oh, oh, oh but wait, he's on the ring apron. Oh, he's ripped. Oh, he's a SmackDown shirt. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> neat,
3: lame, very. I like how I like how you could imagine just like the booking people in the back being like, "Well, how are we going to convey to people that these are SmackDown and Raw guys? I mean, they're all just in the rosters. How about we make them a bunch of T-shirts? Everybody has to wear a T-shirt the whole night."
2: So Eddie, he starts out playing some mind games with Triple H, and Triple H grabs a headlock. He overpowers Eddie, but he gets hip tossed, followed into an armbar. Triple H quickly makes the ropes, as to not break his arm. Eddie works over the arm, which was injured by Benoit, as we are heard, uh, as we were reminded on by commentary. And Triple H keeps going to the ropes. They head to the outside, but Triple H gets posted. Back in, Triple H uses the knee, and we cut to a commercial break, because he hit him so hard. It cut to a uh, commercial break. So why don't we cut to an actual commercial break? Jake, will you cut us to a break? Hey, baby, it's Val Venus
4: Let you know I gotta... Hey, get out of here, man. We'll be back. Sorry about that.
1: Yes, I did it and I do it up. Time and time. Pepsi Blue, a fusion of berries with a splash of cola. Yes. No, no,
5: no, no, yeah. Pepsi Blue, it's a blue thing.
0: When I need to get serious, I get back to basics. And when I'm looking for a serious boost of energy, I need to feel the sting. For an extreme boost of energy in three great players, you've got to feel the sting. YJ Stinger, made exclusively by the manufacturers of Stacker 2, the world's strongest fat burner.
1: Feel the sting. Look at him. He thinks this is his truck, but he's wrong. This is my truck eight years I've sat here, 130,000 miles of wind have passed through this nose. This truck is mine, but he does protect it. Help extend the life of your engine with Castrol GTX High Mileage, specially formulated to protect against oil burnoff better than competitive leading oils. Nice
4: man. Nice man.
1: Help older cars feel young again with Castrol GTX High Mileage.
4: Support for the Ruthless Aggression Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. They are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Now, since we're talking about 2004, let's talk about ball care in 2004. Yeah, I'm not talking about basketballs, I'm not talking about footballs, I'm talking about testicles. All right. If you were like me way back then, you had that like little pair of scissors that you had to be really careful with, and sometimes, maybe sometimes you yeah get a little too close. Ooh, that hurts. But that is why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. And let me tell you folks, when you're getting up in it, it definitely matters. When I tell you this is premium. I mean premium. This battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave. You could shave Albert, the A-Train, if you needed to, but you might have to charge it once. It's it's a 90-minute charge. I charge it because I think I should. I don't. I've never run out of battery with my lawnmower. The Lawnmower 3.0 has waterproof technology that allows you to groom in the shower, which is the best place to do it because you don't have the cleanup. They've also upgraded to 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology, and let's not forget about that charging stand. Show your mower off, loud and proud, because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. It sits right there in the corner. If you're listening to me speak right now and you have balls, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself, or first ball for yourself. Trim that junkie yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code RuthlessPod at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code RuthlessPod at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the promo code RuthlessPod. Now, Back to the show.
2: We return with Triple H in control after sending Eddie into the steps. He slams him on the table and they head back in as Triple H whips him into the corner. Triple H hits us. Spooky, go! Oh, yeah. He goes for the pin but somehow gets two I don't get that he gets a backbreaker. he goes to the abdominal stretch and then he uses the rope for leverage and cheating Eddie comes back with a head scissors followed by a drop kick back elbow but he walks into a sleeper hold but then he reverses into a backdrop suplex he goes for the pin but only gets two Triple H charges but Eddie blocks and gets a flying arm drag he goes for the pin but only good for two Triple H hits him with a face crusher up top, but he lands into an atomic drop. He goes for a pedigree, but Eddie reverses into the three amigos. Aye, ay ay ay. Evolution comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Evolution comes in for the distraction and Triple H gets a DDT. But as Batista is on the apron, John Cena comes out and knocks him off, followed with Rey Mysterio and they attack Evolution.
3: Quick question. So Rick, Rick is wearing, uh, you know, he's wearing his purple. Do you think he's got the purple
4: panties like Scott Steiner? Oh my god! No, he's wearing, he's wearing them on the outside. <laughs>
3: okay, good point.
2: Yes. Uh, Triple H grabs the title, but Shawn Michaels sneaks in and hits sweet chin music to Triple H, followed by a plancha to all superstars below, which lands Shawn Michaels with the Pepsi Blue Splash of the Night. And now it's time for the Pepsi Blue Splash of the Night. Jesus <laughs> God!
1: fair it's all except for rick flair he just decides to fall over
3: i'm guessing of old age
2: and i gotta give Shawn michaels this is the the most sacred of pepsi blue days in which to get pepsi blue splash of the night so uh there you go hats off man rats off to you eddie goes up for the frog splash when christian comes in and trips him up this is followed in with rvd and oh my gosh it's smackdown versus raw what now this is what it's like the world on Oh, you're ready to go, Cause
1: I'm ready to go, but you gotta do baby. baby, baby.
2: <laughs> so yeah, uh the locker room's empty and we have SmackDown versus Raw in in a moment that really amped me up as a kid. And so obviously the match is thrown out. No no clear winner there. Uh but you got the locker room clearing and stone cold comes out to bring the raw guys out. It's just, hey, come some ass. it's just crazy. What? And you guys are going to laugh at me, but one of the moments that I thought was really cool was as they were, they were ending the show. You see Shawn Michaels going after Scotty too hottie. Two of my <laughs> favorite wrestlers right there coming to blows. What'd you guys think about this? What'd you think about the match? I give the match a little bit of a thumbs up, not a full one because the match was incomplete. But it was yeah. cool to see Guerrero and Triple H go at it. Um, but overall the the, the schma was really cool. What'd you guys think? Uh, Jake, let's start with you. It was I mean, it was kind of cool because this, I had to
4: I had to pull myself out of it for a second because I mean we've seen so many raw versus smackdown everybody versus everybody things like so many times since this. But this really was one of the first times we've seen it. And so it is pretty cool to see, like, these Raw guys are fighting the SmackDown guys. And, oh, my gosh, we actually have some real heat going on between the shows. Like, it's not just SmackDown's better. No Raw's better. No SmackDown's better, pal. Um, It meant something here. Yeah. Like, it was, it was, there was actually some heat there. And, like, you get the sense that Triple H didn't really want to go to Raw. But he was, but he was telling the story that, all right, I'm going to soldier on. I'm going to do it. I'm going to SmackDown. Um, but I will say, I, and I text you guys this earlier, I said, everything Triple H does, it's like he thinks he's doing something cool, but he's never, <laughs> he's just off-center from cool. Yes. Right? Like, if he'd come down and he'd rip the, sh- the Raw shirt off and had the SmackDown shirt on underneath it, at SmackDown, that would have been cool. Yeah. But you're not doing it for the right fans. You're you're dissing all the fans that are there that are here to cheer you because you're a raw guy. You're like, I'm not a raw guy. Look at me. I'm a smackdown boy now. Even though you'll see me here next Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Triple Triple H is this left of center when it comes to cool.
2: Triple H mm-hmm. is really good at being triple H, but oftentimes he's trying to be something else. Yes, yes. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah.
4: That cause that's what I'm wondering.
3: I'm like um, overall opinion on like the whole main event thing, the Eddie and Triple H stuff, it was good when Eddie was getting his offense in, but whenever it was Triple H, I was just like, yeah, that's, that's Triple H, all right. You know? The high
4: knee. <laughs> uh, here comes hey. the high knee and the face buster and the uh, God's green earth. We get it, you're Harley Race. Yeah, it's just like this whole
3: era of Triple H right now is just not my cup of tea. Like I just want him to... Uh,
4: shed some lbs wet that hair up and become the game
3: <laughs> like stop put, this put
4: on, put on a leather jacket and a denim vest and carry a sledgehammer and it'll all be fine
2: i don't think we'll see yep. that until 2006 Boo. well
4: i'm about to hate triple h for two years <laughs> but the for good real. news
2: is it it calms down in, in the oh five year but hey we're we're in march of oh four so uh we, gotta we march. got a ways to go. We got a march. <laughs> um, as, as, far, as
3: far as like the whole like uh, shenanigans in the end, usually um, like I don't mind shenanigans for like TV wrestling. Like that's yeah. the place for it. And uh, I, I thought it was a fun ending, especially like I, I agree with the sentiment that it actually feels like because you could tell people are upset for being drafted to one place or another, that there actually is some kind of tension between it. And so, yeah, it just it was it was fun good way to end it everybody coming out i'm sure everybody in live attendance was just flipping out because i mean heck you get to see everybody fight that's cool
2: yeah and going back to the point of just like locker room spilling out and schmozzes, like i genuinely like i hate that now because it's so overdone everybody has to come out and brawl everybody has to defend their team or their stable or their brand or whatever their raisin brand and uh (laughs) Uh, especially when it's with two superstars. Like I remember them doing it for undertaker and Lesnar back in 2015. And at the time it was, it was kind of cool, but I remember not Mm. liking it being like the minority in, in that and being like, well, that looks bad on the other talent that have to come out. Like you obviously are lower tier guys. And I remember them doing it with like Triple H and somebody, and it's just like, okay, okay. That one time, sure, but now, nah, man. This, I feel like these, and maybe it's because they're so overdone, but it, it doesn't do the guys any favors. But here, it works, because you don't see this at all. The same for your specialty matches, like Hell in a Cell or whatever. If you do it for a blow-off, if you do it as a blood feud, it works, but... Hell in a Cell, 2018, 2019, 2020. It's like, all right, just another match.
4: There's there's a, a phrase that I've I've heard sometimes, and and like Corny'll say this is like sometimes you have a match that needs a stadium, and sometimes you have a stadium that needs a match. And it seems like mod the way wrestling's going is we have a lot of stadiums that need matches, but we don't have a lot of matches that need stadiums.
2: That's so true. That is so true. Because you know, I feel like you can pinpoint. For instance, the time Steve Austin uh, fended Are- off WCW and ECW—like everybody remembers that. They remember that it was at Raw. They remember the superstars involved. Uh, same for this—the SmackDown versus Raw schmas, if you will. People remember that. They remember it was part of the 04 draft. They remember—they remember these things. But do you remember where you were when the freaking—I uh, don't know—New Day d- fended off? Uh, SmackDown uh, for Survivor Series 2017.
4: Mm-hmm,
2: sure, no. I just made that I, I up. Remember but... exactly where I was. No.
4: <laughs> sure, you I made that up, but it's probably true. Right.
2: <laughs> you remember that's, where you were a... when Braun Strowman defeated the entire NXT roster? Oh gosh. Sure, I, I made that up, but it sounds true. <laughs> you know? did, that's Do you remember where you
4: were when Braun Strowman won the tag titles with a ten-year-old kid? I didn't make that up. Yeah, yeah, but I do God, remember that. That was so
1: crazy. <laughs> hey, do you remember you remember where were you remember where you were when Braun Strowman when the world championship? No. no. Because nobody cared.
2: Nobody was there either.
3: <laughs> uh, I don't care. Braun Strowman nuclear heat. I hate Braun I'm Strowman. I'm in ways so disproving bad. my point,
2: but whatever. <laughs> it's it's funny. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever. It's okay.
3: No, no, no. I get what you mean. It's it's overdone. Um I feel like I think it just comes down to just having WWE as the big dog, uh, cock's fist for so long, and as their riding has gotten lazier, they've just had to rely on these old tropes so much that like it feels like everything is played out now.
2: But that's the but thing. Anyways, that's that's, the that's thing. neither here nor here. <laughs> that's the thing. What you're saying, though, it's not that they have to rely on it. It's that Vince McMahon has to. And thus yep. continues the ongoing issues of WWE. But hey, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about ruthless aggression. And Vince still had somewhat of a brain there. And Mm -hmm. that concludes our bonus episode of the 2004 WWE Draft. And guys, uh, Mm -hmm. like a lot of stuff we review, I got the rose tinted glasses on. I'm taking them off to say uh, I remembered it being great, but perhaps it was a big thumbs in the middle. What do you guys think about the show?
3: Yeah, I, I agree. Thumbs middle. Uh, the draft was always something really fun, but I feel like it was more of a kind of like the reason why you remember it being so fun is you remember the feeling of anything could happen and it being really exciting. So you just remember all the highs, but you kind of forget all the massive amounts of lows. So yeah, kind of thumbs middle. But you know, it's whatever. It
2: was a
4: it was a decent episode of Raw, but I, I feel like. I feel like this is one of those episodes of Raw that completely derails everything. It's like I feel like WWE does this every once in a while. They're just like, hey, you know what we haven't done on Raw? Like, just completely ruined every single storyline that we have and not progress anything for like two weeks. Let's just do that and then we'll start over. That's what it feels like they did here.
2: Thumbs in the middle. I thought you were going to give it a thumbs up there, Big Daddy. That's fair. Well, all right. Join us next time as we will be reviewing Backlash 2004. I'm looking forward to that show, the Triple Threat main event. Um, I know you guys are too, and we got a lot of fun planned for that show. But in the meantime, if you can't get enough Ruthless goodness, you could follow us on social media. Twitter is at RuthlessPod. Instagram is Ruthless Aggression Podcast. And Facebook, as well as YouTube, The Ruthless Aggression Podcast, your number one source for all things Ruthless Aggression Era. Jake, where can they follow you in the meantime?
4: You guys can follow me. Uh, I also have a podcast called My Show with Alex and Jake. It comes out every Saturday for your um, listening pleasure. That's available uh, at Anchor to search My Show with Alex and Jake. I also like to stream. I'm on Twitch. Uh, Search twitch.tv slash Crashlandis for me playing video games and saying swears
2: and Kyle uh, well where can they follow you uh, if you need to reach out to me personally because
3: I'm a, a lame guy who doesn't really dive into social media uh, hit us up at our ruthless pod uh, medias and just use the hashtag big sexy Kyle and I'll respond
2: uh, and if you feel so inclined to if you like what we do here if you appreciate the work we put in because it's not easy sometimes but if you appreciate it and you want to throw us a little cash a little spending money you can do so in the show notes you will see a link to donate to the show 99 cents 5 dollars or 10 dollars and it goes to you know showing some love and uh, improving the overall quality of the show we've been able to update our mics been able to update our software computer uh, and we really appreciate it and we appreciate our donors to the show Amy Dalton and Nate the effing great great friends of the what show up. and um, we appreciate your generous contributions be like them do you really want to sit idly by and say, hey, I love what those Ruthless guys do, but I'm just going to mooch off of it and just not not, not show a little appreciation? Come on. Appreciation. Give Come us on, a now. dollar. Come on. Throw it at us. Bands will make us mm-hmm. dance. I will say that. Bands make them dance. But no, mm-hmm. we, we definitely appreciate you tuning in, whether you paid or whether you didn't. We definitely appreciate it. And uh, it'll always be free. This show will always be free because, well, quite frankly, it's worthless. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Ruthless. It's ruthless. That's right. Okay, same like So with the Ruthless Aggression Podcast, I'm Levi. <laughs> oh. I am Kyle. I'm Jake Baby. Reminding you too.
5: <clears throat>
2: <sighs> ruthless. Agh. Eyes
5: by your